1: Welcome everybody to its Doomsday Podcast. Today is March nineteenth, twenty twenty-three. Time is seven thirty-one p.m. And joining me as always is Big Daddy Prep. What's going on, man? How are you today?
2: Well, we're just trying to decipher here in Arkansas whether it's still winter or it's spring. It's supposed to be seventy-six on Thursday. It was twenty-two last night. So I'm in a conundrum. I don't know whether to start spring or call it off for another six weeks. But.
1: Right, it's like, do you pull out the snowblower, or do you get out the tiller for the garden at this point? Right, right,
2: right, right, (laughs) right.
1: So, Al, uh, for those of you out there, we're covering uh, prepper medicines today, doomsday meds, survival meds, things that we feel that would be great for you guys to have in any kind of a shit hits the fan situation. But before we really tear into that, Al, have you seen this max exodus from TikTok to Clapper?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have. It's, oh. it's huge. <laughs> oh
1: my it's God. Huge.
2: The sucking effect is, it's huge. Although there is still a lot of content out there on TikTok, but the sucking effect is huge.
1: So Al, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I, um, so as of now, I just cracked 15,000 followers over on clapper. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've been it for those of you out there that don't know, follow me on clapper at it's doomsday podcast. That's pretty much where I make all my daily content of what I'm doing. Right. Um, it's not all prepper related. Some of it is, some of it isn't, but anyway, check it out. If you want to follow Al over there too. big underscore daddy, underscore prep over there on the clapper. But let me tell you, Al, about two weeks ago, I was, uh, getting on the Google play store and I was looking at clappers numbers because I was trying to figure out about where they were with active users, things like that. And I looked in the play store and it said 200,000 plus downloads. That was about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I went and checked yesterday or the day before yesterday, and it now ticked over 1 million in two weeks.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: And it is just exploding over there. It is wild. And I'm seeing so many people um, that are coming over saying, I had this many followers on TikTok. I got banned. I got shut down. I'm getting too many violations. I'm done with TikTok. And I want to I go ahead and, and, and tell everybody this so everybody knows this, okay? So they were originally targeting people like me, people like Al, people like Stay Safe, Don't Die, people like Mr. Freedom Stick, to the point where they're utilizing um, facial recognition and blocking IP addresses on TikTok. So these guys can't even come back under a new account, right? Right. So that's where it started. And then they ended up moving on to regular, average, everyday people that are uh, that are spreading not necessarily a good message, but they're not peddling like smut, and they're not like shitty creators. I saw one woman come over that does country music, and it's like, this lady's just doing regular country music content. There's nothing wrong with what she's doing. Why the hell is she getting account warnings? And guys, this was that trickle-down effect. Everything we were bitching about a year or two ago with that app... Now everybody else has seen it because they moved on from people like me and Alan Joe and Freedom Stick, right? Yep, they did. So there you go, man. The proof is in the pudding. That's what it is. Anyway, for yep. all of you guys coming to the Clapper, welcome to the freaking Clapper.
2: <laughs> this is a direct result of, well, censoring people's speech. And we all know that is, and it's trickle-down effect. But, yeah, everything we griped about is getting handled, and, and we're seeing the reflections of it now, so.
1: Right. All right. so guys, let's tear into the uh, prepper meds, the doomsday meds. Listen, here's the reality. When shit hits the fan, regardless if it's a nuke, if it's a tornado, if it's a car wreck, it doesn't matter what it is. You can incur an injury, and you're going to need to treat that. And if it's a bad shit hits the fan situation, there's not going to be any emergency room, there's not going to be taking a trip to a pharmacy. So you're going to need to know what certain things can do. And before we really tear into this, a lot of you guys out there know I'm currently going through some medical training. However, I am not a certified anything to give you guys any advice. So this is my own personal opinion. I am not a freaking doctor.
2: Right. I used to be an EMT. I'm not your doctor either. So don't take the medical advice from me.
1: You're right. Um. So two meds that I that I really don't know much about, about that I would like to tell you guys to have on hand first off. um is you need to have eye medications on hand, okay? Things like pink eye and other eye infections that can come, which is poor hygiene in a a disaster scenario, it's highly likely to happen. So having, you know, medicated eye drops, you know, antibiotics for the eyes, things like that is something that I would highly recommend you guys having, although I haven't done enough research to know what those meds are. Right.
2: Well, to, to gesture on my list that I have of common illnesses, conjunctivitis, which is pink eye, is number three in most common illnesses. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very common, and way more common than what people think
1: it is. God, it's so weird we're on the same page without rehearsing the show.
2: Right. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We don't rehearse anything. It's yeah. It's true.
1: Um. Yeah. So I figured it would be a good one just to kind of throw out there. And I mean, there's a lot of home remedies for that. You know, that flush the eye, compresses, stuff like that. But conjunctivitis pink eye can be very debilitating yes it can and it can
2: absolutely blind you in that eye for a while i mean mm -hmm. you're not blind but you can't use it it's crusted up and pretty bad
1: yeah good luck shooting at a target with you know pink eye um the other
2: rinsing a lot of rinsing rinse your eye a lot
1: a lot of lot of warm compresses too right right yeah to open up those to open up those um tear ducts again and get everything moving again like, yes, your sir, body right. will naturally fight that off, but it's nice to have the drops and things to help.
2: Right. Yeah, and you want to keep it wet and moist because they feel like they're so dry when you have conjunctivitis. It was what, the way it was for me, so... Right.
0: Are you looking for something kick-ass to add to your closet? Reaper has the hookup for t-shirts, hoodies, button-ups, hats, beanies, and plenty of other badass products. You can check out Reaper Apparel Company at www.reaperapparelco.com and use code DOOM10 for 10% off. Jester only stands behind brands he believes in and Dan at Reaper Apparel has a mission and Jester is on board. Go check out www.reaperapparelco.com today and use code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire order. Why be a sheep when you can reap? use code DOOM10 for 10% off at www.reaperapparel.co.com today.
1: Um the next thing on the list, well that's not on the list, unofficially on the list is uh medications for things like asthma for your airways, for airway, airway restriction. Like let's let's be honest, you're going to be out probably in nature probably doing a lot more and if you're someone that has asthma you're gonna you're gonna be struggling if you don't have these meds so I don't know much about the medications that they utilize for the asthma but I would highly recommend if you or someone in your family has that issue if you could stock up on extra things um, or possibly get one of these air atomizers you know that waters down the air a little bit to help with restricted airways I know I know they sell those things I don't know much about them though
2: Well, my wife actually is very, very bad with asthma. She's a really high-risk asthma patient. So I know a little bit about it, but I will tell you something, folks. If you have asthma or if you have any kind of breathing-related type of uh, illness and you have medications that you either take as rescue medications or regular medications, in these busy times, try to keep keep a stockpile. I mean, we're not stockpiling for the, for the apocalypse really, but try to keep an extra 30 days worth of these medications or an extra inhaler. Cause you never know when you absolutely could be turned away at the
1: pharmacy one day. Cause they
2: just don't have them.
1: right. Yeah. I mean, ab- absolutely. So, okay. Now guys, I've got a, I've got a list of meds here that I think are going to be highly beneficial for you guys to keep in your home, to keep in your bug out bag. Um, it, it's going to be highly beneficial, I think. All right. And we're going to go through some of these some of these meds, um, and I think that when I say why you should have these, I think you're going to get it. Um, the first one I got here on the list, guys, is oral glucose, all right? So the reason why I'm suggesting oral glucose is because a lot of people's diets are going to be changing in a shit-hits-the-fan scenario, and you don't know what kind of issues you're going to encounter with people, all right? Um, hypoglycemia is something that a lot of people have and they don't realize they have it until they haven't eaten for a long period of time. And then they start declining, right? Yes, sir. Hypoglycemia could be very, very bad, um, depending on how it hits a person mentally, everything, Right. Yep. Um, so keeping a little bit of oral glucose or something simple is like a tablespoon of honey that you can give somebody, which I would recommend doing the honey if we're being honest, right. Forever shelf life. Yep. Yeah. I would recommend doing the honey, but just keeping that in the back of your mind, right?
2: Yep. Yep. Cause, um, you know, your blood sugar can crash. You don't know who all's diabetic or pre-diabetic around you.
1: Exactly. Uh, the next one on the list here, guys, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and point out, and, and this is not one that you're going to throw in your bug out bag. This isn't something you're going to take with you. But I know a lot of us have elderly family members, and this is something that we end up having around a lot, and everybody just kind of negates this and forgets about this. But I would highly recommend having oxygen if possible, okay? And I know that's not something everybody can get their hands on, The reason why I'm I'm recommending oxygen is just because if any, all right, if someone succumbs to an injury, if anything goes bad, or you have somebody that already needs to be on oxygen, just having that is going to be beneficial, right? Yes, sir. Oxygen therapy can be utilized for many different things, um, and this is something that I, that I. I know it's going to be harder for a lot of people to get their hands on, but if you know if grandma's got a couple extra spare oxygen tanks laying around and you can go and grab these from her and get them filled and have them in your med stockpile, it's going to be more beneficial to have it and not need it, right?
2: Right. And also the oxygen concentrators that they have nowadays, they're very small units and they concentrate that oxygen a lot more and they don't really have to store oxygen for a long period of time, but they're they're not ideal. They're not straight oxygen, but... If you have one, it'd be great to have in a bad situation.
1: Exactly, one hundred percent. The next one on here on my list that's kind of uncommon, but I do believe it's needed. And and honestly, the only people that are going to have this are going to be the people that already got it prescribed to them. But nitroglycerin, right? Yes, sir. Um, I you know if you have family members that have heart conditions, things like that, they may already have this prescribed to them. Okay. And it would be highly beneficial to have if you know somebody's with you that has a heart complication, specifically because let's say you're out in the middle of the woods and this person's doing a lot more cardio than they they normally do. Something might happen and they might need this and it might be the one thing that saves them so you can get them proper medical attention, right? Yes, sir. But if somebody has nitro pills, nine times out of ten, they're probably going to have them on them.
0: Do you have enough food in your pantry for when disaster strikes? Go to www.readywise.com and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire food order. ReadyWise offers long-term food storage items such as chicken and beef that last up to 15 years. But that's not all. Go to www.readywise.com and use our code DOOM10 for 10% off of organic food as well. Offering chili, pasta, and soups, they have you covered. Did we mention they have fruits? Bananas, blueberries, strawberries, and apples, just to name a few. With many more food options for your home, car, or bug-out bag, ReadyWise has your six. Go to www.readywise.com now and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off.
2: Yeah, they've had a prior type of uh heart ailments you might want to check their pocket because they usually religiously keep them in their pockets um when i know my father-in-law got scared with it and he keeps it religiously with him
1: absolutely um so the next one on the list here you can get without a prescription but it's going to be very very expensive um but in in i don't really think it should be there's our country runs like shit but epinephrine okay yes. Uh, reason for epinephrine is you don't know you really need it until you need it, right? Very well. Yes. There's a lot of people who can go into anaphylaxis and not realize that they need that. That you needed to have epinephrine. Okay. So, and let me explain this. There's a big misconception in Hollywood that epinephrine is what you take specifically for an allergic reaction. No, you don't take this till it starts shutting down someone's airways. Okay. It's not something, oh, I got stung by a bee. I think I need a shot of epi. No, you'll know when you need that. Yes, sir. That's an extreme it case.
2: could be a sting. It could be something breathed, something ingested that causes an allergic reaction, and you'll 100% know that you need it, 100%. It's not like, well, I wonder if I need that or not. No, you'll know because you're dying. <laughs> right. Basically, you're dying.
1: Exactly. And for those of you guys out there that don't know, there is a different dosage for children versus adults, okay? Yes, sir. Um, so if you're going out, get yourself a regular adult EpiPen, get yourself an EpiPen junior. They are extremely expensive without a prescription. And I'm working on talking to my kids' doctors now to see if I can't get a script for this. The main reason why, um, is my one son, he's had some wicked allergic reactions and we haven't tracked down what he's specifically allergic to. We gave him a blueberry muffin one day. He swelled up like a blueberry, but he can eat blueberries just fine. (laughs) Um, he got licked by a dog one day, swelled up like a balloon, but he's not allergic to dogs. We were at uh, Cracker Barrel one day, I think, and he had pancakes and he swelled up. Like We don't know what it is that's causing the reaction, so I'm, I'm thinking they might write a script for one, and I'm hoping they do. But if you guys can get your hands on it, get your hands on it for sure, 100%.
2: And folks, I can speak from absolute knowledge on this. You do not have to have an allergy to something your entire life. I'm 50-some years old and I developed an allergy to something after 50, and I've seen several people do this with the changes in our food. You cannot be allergic to something now and 2 months from now. It can almost kill you.
1: This exactly. is a fact. Now, since we're on the talk of um, you know, on the talk of allergies right now, just guys basic Benadryl Right.
2: It's it's yeah, it's a standard in our house. <laughs>
1: right, it is. <laughs> Got to um, have it. My house too. So I mean like let's be honest, if if something happens to you, you get stung by a bee, things like this, you need this histamine blocker. Right. So 9 times out of 10 if somebody's having an allergic reaction and it's not bad enough for epinephrine, they're going to get they're going to get Benadryl anyway. Right. Yep. I mean, that's just what it is. Benadryl's over-the-counter. It's easy to get. This is easy for you guys to obtain. Um, You know, follow your recommended dosages on this, and and you'll be okay, all right? Um, And, you know, and Benadryl's not even something that you have to have an extreme allergic reaction to take either,
2: right? No, minor.
1: Yeah, mild to extreme cases, Benadryl will help you and i'll tell you what al i i was having an allergic reaction to something one day and i didn't know what it was and i i had to go to the er and they loaded me up with a benadryl cocktail yep, and they gave it to me inter intravenously and holy shit man that shit will tear you up
2: <laughs> yep. feels like you're you're itching all over was uh, way it always did me but folks serious business well, no matter what the allergy is, whether it's airborne, whether it's ingested, whether it's something stung you, if you don't have allergies, you simply cannot understand what a bad morning waking up to the outside nature is or getting bit by something. and think you're going to die. your airway closing. You're, you're dying. Take these things seriously, what we talk about, because you don't have to have experienced this your entire life. It can come on you drastically in, in your older age. I've seen a lot of people do it. It's, it's serious business. It'll kill you
1: right it, absolutely and you know i mean it's and you know al it's almost sad you think about it like what a bottle of you know benadryl cost you at the store to just go right. buy that spend that little bit of money people spend more than that on a big mac right, right. and right. just to have that on your shelf for that what if scenario do you know what i'm saying
2: I, i'm with you 100 percent. i mean um, we
1: i dude i stock i have thousands of benadryl tablets
0: Fire is one of the most basic essentials for survival. Whether you're camping, hiking, or preparing for disaster, Blackbeard has your six. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Blackbeard offers stormproof matches, plasma arc lighters, fire starters, and ferro rods, all of which are great for your bug out bag. Once again, go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase.
1: I stock Well, they're going to be good
2: negotiating items one day. Yeah. They
1: will. <laughs> they absolutely will. Yeah. They will. Um So the next one, the next one on the list here is going to be for me, it's going to be the ibuprofen, guys. Uh, Let's face it. You're going to get a fever. You're going to get an injury. You're going to get a headache. You're going to deal with some swelling. In these instances, ibuprofen is going to be your best friend. Uh, Again, over the counter. Dosages are labeled on the bottle. This isn't something that you could really screw up ibuprofen is key to stock so when you get hit by that bee and you double down with your benadryl and your ibuprofen you're going to feel a hell of a lot better after dealing with that sting
2: right these are wide spectrum medications they can serve several needs several
1: exactly and guys you know definitely do your research on these as far as you know what the um interactions with other meds are Because you might be on something that you don't want to mix with these meds, so think about that. Like as you're building your little medical stockpile in your home, definitely take that into consideration as well. Uh, Next one on the list here is going to be simple Tylenol. Again, same thing as not the same thing as ibuprofen, but a lot of the same treatments. You know, it's pain, fever, headache, uh, muscle aches. You know, not going to greatly reduce swelling at all like ibuprofen is, but Again, Tylenol is great to have. It absolutely 100% is. And again, over-the-counter, dirt cheap, you know, there you go. Uh, I've got
2: one for you. I don't know if you've got it or not.
1: All right, let's hear it. But
2: I know you haven't brought it up yet, so I'm thinking you're probably going to get to it. But it's diarrhea medications and anti-diarrheal medications coupled with also Uh, maybe something like a Pedialyte type of solution to keep you from becoming dehydrated. We know uh, due to diarrhea situations, you can become dehydrated very quickly. So some anti-diarrheal medications and something to put back in your body is great to have in any one of your kits. Uh, That's a big one for me.
1: Well, actually, that wasn't on my list, but now that I'm thinking about it, also having your activated charcoal, having your stool softeners, also great to have.
2: Yes, sir absolutely um, it's when you're ill in your gut you're ill in your entire body mm-hmm. and you know you get out here and you get into a bad situation having a case of diarrhea um can be a real problem and also you know when you get diarrhea or you get vomiting you usually end up becoming dehydrated the worst thing you can become is dehydrated in any situation so yeah
1: Absolutely absolutely
2: that's that's my big. That's my big throw in for the day. I guess diarrhea.
1: <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> well, I've got I've got two more in my hand uh, that I was I was going to list off. Then I was going to get into a different side of this. Um, so, uh, guys, aspirin, right? Um, again, fevers, general pain, chest pain. That's your aspirin, right? um you know there are adverse effects to aspirin and and a lot of people know this um for some people this causes stomach pain nausea vomiting um bleeding some people are allergic to it so definitely before you stock this know if you yourself have any reactions to aspirin right right um last one on my list here before we get into the other side of this and this is guys this is one that's on you and i i I would like to have it for a shit hits the fan situation, but I don't think it's 100% necessary is just simply Narcan, right? And the the reason why I say this is because you don't know who's going to come in contact with what, not knowing what the hell they're doing, and the opioid crisis is bad. The last thing that you would want to do is have somebody give somebody meds, thinking they know what they're doing, and all of a sudden this person starts overdosing, and then you have to save them because somebody else fucked up, right?
2: Well, my wife and I were just having, this is so weird you say this, we were just having this discussion an hour ago about Narcan and how you could be exposed to fentanyl or anything else nowadays by just breathing or touching something. So, yeah, absolutely, to have something like Narcan would be great because we were just talking about, you know, she handles a lot of money. In a job that she has, and I'm like, yeah, that scares me. I think you should start wearing gloves if you could. It's hard to do, so that scares me to death. And if you have a way, an arcane that could possibly keep someone from overdosing, for God's sakes, do
1: it. Right, exactly. I mean, so much like such a little dose of something like fentanyl is fatal, right? So yes. I mean, it's it would be absolutely great for you to have that um, in in your bag. Now, okay, so the next side I wanted to go into this without is. These are th- We talked about the meds, things like that. Let's talk about wound care treatments, okay? Things you should have for that. Um, t- Two biggest ones, th- well, actually, like four big ones on the list for me right off the bat is your rubbing alcohol, all right? Hy- yep. Hydrogen peroxide, okay? Yes, sir. Triple antibiotic and yes, sir. silver solution, right?
2: And bet- betadine. I'm, I'm a big believer in betadine, too. Uh, that's just me, but I'm a... Betadine and iodine. I love those two.
1: Right. And uh so I don't I don't know if I have I have some iodine. It's not something I really stock though, but uh I do stock up on um I do stock up on the alcohol. I stock up on the hydrogen peroxide. Got wound care. It it's not so much the wound I worry about in the apocalypse. It is the idea of that wound getting infected. Right. Yes sir. So having those methods to sterilize and clean a wound, you know, and, and you're having your distilled water or saline solution to be able to flush a wound. Guys, this is key, right, to preventing infection. Absolutely. And in this coupled with all your first aid products as well. Al, there's one I wanted to bring up to you. I don't know if you have this or not. But, Al, do you keep uh, drawing salve around?
2: Yes, I do. Absolutely. Drawing uh,
1: awesome.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> and um, the my wife and I were talking about that recently. And the kind that we used to use when we were kids were PRID. And we both remembered this from back 50 years ago when we were kids. Yeah, we use a drawing, Sam. Absolutely.
0: Want to be a guest on the show? Email it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com.
1: Right, so we still have print around here. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've got a, yep. I've got a good bit of it actually. I, I, it's not something that's very common on the shelves. So if I like run into the store and if I see a couple little cans of it, I, I might pick up one or two or three. Um, Is it still red and very dark? So it's the best way I could describe. It. It's like axle grease, and it smells yes. like axle grease. <laughs> yeah,
2: it does too. But it works very well.
1: Yes, it does. And guys, something like this—what you would end up utilizing this for? If you guys don't know what drawing sev is, this is going to help. Um, might it might help get a uh, a splinter out of an infected area. It's yep. going to help with a boil or an ingrown ha- hair that's driving you nuts. It's it's meant to draw out an issue, right? And it does. And it, it works. It really does. It yes. really does work good. Um. Uh, What was the next thing on my list here? So, yeah, your antibiotics, your silver solutions, things like that. Triple antibiotic ointment is also going to be key for healing time, preventing infection. It's absolutely awesome, right? Yes, sir. Growing up, my mother preached Neosporin. Neosporin went on every injury, right? <laughs>
2: yes, sir. That triple antibiotic is the greatest thing ever in the, in the mom world.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, Something else, Al, that's not really widely utilized on human beings and I don't know why, probably just because it looks goofy as shit, is blue coat. Um yep, it works. Yeah, for those of you guys that don't know what blue coat is, it is basically an antimicrobial barrier that you could simply spray over your skin. Alright? And this is going to be something that you would put over like road rash or rug burn or something like that. Uh, we yep. utilize it for the animals all the time. If they've got like fly bites on their ears or you know, they're having a skin issue. We use the blue coat on the animals. And it doesn't say it, but it's it's perfectly fine to use.
2: You spray that on there and spray a little liquid bandage. I like liquid bandage over the top of mine. If I got something and I'm out working or I'm camping or whatever, a little blue coat of liquid bandage and I'm good to go. I yeah. mean, I doesn't bother. But something I want to throw in there, and I don't know if you got it on your list or not, but something that people really should do a little research on, and that's Epsom salts. It solves a variety of things. It can draw an infection. It can be used as a laxative. There's all kinds of things, but Epsom salts is a big one I like to keep in my kits.
1: Right. So I don't, I don't have Epsom salt. I didn't have it on my list today, so that's awesome you brought it up, but I do have a pretty decent stockpile of Epsom salt at the house.
2: Yep. It's got a lot of different uses, folks. You really just need to do your research. I don't want to give you medical advice, but... It's got like twelve different medical uses that you can use Epsom salts for. So, right. do the
1: research. You know, and and something I'd like to point out to our to all of our listeners, especially the ones in the U.S. Um, people listen to the show all over the world, but I, I want the listeners in the U.S. to hear this message. Our healthcare system is very broken in this country. Okay. Yes. Um. When we talk about going to the doctor for things like preventative maintenance. It's not necessarily preventative maintenance as much as it is catching a problem quickly so they can bill you till you die.
2: Right. right? <laughs> well, remember, this is the healthcare system that didn't have suddenly dead in its uh, algorithms five years ago, and now suddenly dead is a thing. So. Yeah, Americans' healthcare is 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 atrocious. Right. You're so
1: and I mean here here's the thing and I'm and I'm not saying this is an every time case. That's not what I'm putting out there, but like let's be honest here. Every time you stub your toe or you cut your finger or you get a splinter, that doesn't need to be a trip to the ER. No. Right? But that's what they want. So yeah. if if you really think about this and you break this down, the simple tools Al and I are giving you to, you know, throw in your bag, throw in the cupboard, you know, put up for the event that shit hits the fan, you know, guys familiarize yourself now with how to do things. Um, you know, you're going to be way better off. Uh, at some point we're going to get a little bit deeper into medical stuff, right? We're going to get deeper into maybe some treatments of things, but I, right now, I just want you guys to get in that mindset of, Let me build a little med bag. Let me have something to keep at the house. Let me have something in the event one of the kids has. I mean, this doesn't even have to be doomsday. Let's say you live in the north. You just got hit with three feet of snow. One of your kids is having an allergic reaction, and you can't get their asses to the hospital, and the ambulance can't get to your house. What are you going to do?
2: Right. Jester, you don't believe the amount of people that don't know how to take a temperature without an auto temperature where you touch it to the ear. They don't know how to take a blood pressure without an automatic blood pressure cuff. They don't know how to check someone's pulse. You know, what if these signs and symptoms had to be given to someone on the other end of the line to tell you what to do because, you know, medical help wasn't coming.
1: Exactly. Uh,
2: This is imperative that you know how to do these things and start learning. Open up your mind and start
1: learning. So, and, and, you know, one final thing I got is that guys, when I, when Al and I say it's imperative to learn this stuff, it is imperative to learn this stuff. Do not, right. do not think to, in your head that I will just rely on nine one one if there's an emergency. Don't think no, that way. Don't do no, that. No, sir.
2: No, sir. If Jester tells me right now, Al, I need a time, I need a temperature, a pulse, and a blood pressure in three minutes, I guarantee you I can give it to him. No question. I learned it. You can learn it. I promise you. This is an emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles in front the following cities. Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh,
1: Dover, Newark, Richmond, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas,
2: Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.